see you there. It is I, Dr. Thaddeus Rusty Venture, and this is an intro to True Blue Riffcast with Jeremy and Dave. Riffing about riff tracks and bad movies, such as The Godfather, Citizen Kane, and The Devil Wears Prada. Rusty. Yes, I'm sorry to interrupt, but those are all good movies. In fact, great movies. Well, James, did you ever hear of a little expression called Eye of the Beholder? Well, yes, yes, but there's such a thing as truth, and you're not being very truthful. I disagree. What is truth? What is true blue? What is a riff cast? These are questions. They are questions. Look, why don't we just try a second take? All right. Hello, it is I, Dr. Thaddeus Rusty Venture, and this is an intro to True Blue Riffcast. Riffing about bad movies, such as Back to the Future. The Treasure of the Sierra Madre and Cannibal Run. No, no, this I can't accept this. I mean, I'm not going to say Cannibal Run is great, but it's certainly good of its of its genre. And what genre is that? A film Twitter? What? Look, don't call me that. First of all, uh, a rollicking, frolicking '70s road comedy, I guess. 
Fair enough, James. Fair enough. All right, well, I, I think that's enough intros. Perhaps we should do an outro now. What do you say? Indeed. Thank you for coming to True Blue Riffcast. Sit back, relax, enjoy the cast. All right. Thank you, uh, Dr. Venture and James Urbaniak. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, by... Sup, everyone. It's me, Dave. Hey, hey, what can the matter be? Hey, hey. Oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, today, we're, we're going to be talking quite a bit about uh, Winter Beast, uh, the newest release from Rift Tracks. And, oh, my gosh, that movie is interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I... I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to talk about opinion, it yet. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh because we we have a lot to say about that one, uh especially one scene in particular. Two scenes in particular, yeah. but um yeah, if, if you looked at the title, if you've seen the riff uh and you see the title of uh today's podcast, What's in the Box? Uh you'll you'll what? probably know what we're talking about. What's in yeah. the box? It's not so much a what's in the box. It's more of a what's okay. What's in the box? What's what's in the box? Uh, a shark or something? Shark or something. <laughs> uh, oh man! So how you doing, Dave? Oh man, I was just you know I um while the intro was playing, I was on mute obviously, and um I got into a big fight with my kitty, and now he's outside. <laughs> like he wanted to be, he wanted to be a little body boy, and he wanted to like be all he's like, no, I can't do this. There's a podcast starting. So I had to kick him out. I'm like, no, get out of here. <laughs> little kid. Uh, my He's a puppy finally kitty, fell asleep on the uh, couch out there. Oh, it's not attacking your other dog? No. No more? No, she settled down. Bitey Betty is settled down. Finally. Uh, uh, I forgot I forgot how much puppies are like um, having toddlers again. I think it's probably a lot like having kittens. Like, like. Like my like my cat was born in I think they because he was like technically rescue but he was a little tiny boy when we got him wasn't he a trash um, cat yeah I think yeah he was he was a he was a trash kitty what happened was my niece found him and the people that my niece is staying with is like well he can't stay here so he lives with me now and he's my cat um, apparently she found him in a dumpster. Um, uh, so, um, he likes to eat garbage. He's like the only cat I know I've ever known in my life that likes to eat human food. Um, I was going to say garbage, so you feed him like McDonald's and Arby's and stuff like that. Yeah, he likes, yeah. he loves that stuff. <laughs> <sighs> That's fun. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that much has been going on on my end. Just a lot of work. Uh, we actually, it's like 43 degrees here today wow, and then tomorrow it must be nice. I mean, kind of tomorrow it's going to drop like 30 degrees and we're supposed to get like this really huge snowstorm over the next few days, um, which I'm oh, really good. looking forward to. For yeah. I, I, I used to not mind the snow so much. 
Uh, but, but now then that I, got I old. Yeah. well, I'm older, and now I have a job that I have to work outside every Friday for like four hours, and uh, uh, no thanks. Yeah, so the snow and the cold really make that even more fun. They don't. Um, <sighs> what can you do? What can you do? You can freeze. That's what you can do. The uh, seriously, like by the time we're done. Like, everybody is just ready to sit down. We have a heater, and we just sit directly in front of the heater. Like, we huddle around it, and we have it set to, like, 86 degrees, and it still barely feels like it's doing anything. Good times every Friday at work. Yep. Speaking uh, of good times. why there's a labor shortage in the country. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of... Never mind. We're not gonna. We're not gonna get into that. <laughs> we're not gonna get into that. We don't. We don't need to bring that kind of crap into the True Blue Riftcast. This is for movies nope. and yes. and Star Wars and and riff tracks. Yes, kind mostly of, riff tracks. Kind of what the show usually. is named after. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into our riff tracks discussion today, let's take a look at the weekend box office. Everything is exactly the same as it was last week. That doesn't Spider-Man, surprise me. Scream, Sing 2, Redeeming Love, and The King's Man, all in the same positions as last week. Um, man, I can't believe Spider-Man's been out for seven weeks already. Like, Yeah, and it's just like, and here's what I want to know. And chat, um, if there's anybody in chat, I don't know if there is, because we do this on irregular days, but... Josh is um, here. But, okay, cool. Hi, Josh. How are you? But was anybody really surprised that... Uh, that that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were in the movie. I mean, no. I mean, once they once they revealed all the villains that were yeah. going to be in it, it's like okay, if they there's no way they don't bring the people in. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, because who cares about those guys without the other guys? So I just want to know if like <laughs> anybody was 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 in the theater and just like gasped, like oh my gosh. It's Andrew Garfield. It's like, well, you knew he was coming. I mean, I don't know, know if there like, was gasps. There were cheers, but uh, Josh so says like, Daredevil was the big surprise for him. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I thought that they, de- I thought I read somewhere that they, that they decanonized those, like they, like they decanonized like Agents of Shield and Daredevil and like all the Netflix shows. Uh, yeah, basically, but bringing any, them back. Bringing any them of back the TV in, shows. Uh, that were before the Disney Plus stuff was yeah. supposed to end up being non MCU. So, but apparently they changed their mind on a few things. Uh, well, not to change the subject or anything, but uh, somebody just pulled up in front of my house and they're parked in front of my house, and I don't like it. <laughs> so yeah, I'm that's always say, that's always a little weird when that happens. Yeah, it's like, hey, guy. Um, Please don't come up to my house. Yeah, what 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 are you doing? You can go ahead and leave anytime. I mean, if so, it, if it was a guy in a bike, you know, then at least we would know what was going on. But if it was a guy on a bike, yeah, with like a tie, yeah, a tie. Oh, okay. yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Missionary? Is that a Mormon joke? Thanks. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I I mean, it's Utah, Dave. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what else you expect me to say there. Yeah, they are like, how many wives do you got? When I was in the army. I got that all the time. It's like uh, people find out from Utah that I was Mormon, and they'd just be like, 
Well, how many? Like, like they, they they looked at me like I was from another planet, <laughs> and they're just like, "Well, so I hear you guys have like, and like I didn't know, like I mean, like I knew that polygamy was part of of our past, obviously." Yeah, but I didn't know that that was like what one hundred percent of the outside world <laughs> thought of us. I thought it was like I was like that's just some weird part of like our past that like didn't really apply anymore. Oh no, you hear Mormon and, and you go, oh yeah, I, polygamy. Be like, so uh, you time travel from the year eighteen ninety five? Where's your weird? pioneer outfit or something like you've got some weird weird ideas about Mormons. i mean I you're not like you're not mennonites i mean yeah yeah no no, no that, but that's what people think <laughs> that's a little bit different there guys I mean, yeah i mean like granted i'm not your typical mormon dude um i didn't i didn't go on a bike riding thing i joined the army but man people got some weird ideas about people from utah <laughs> weird 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 ideas Yep. Uh, and okay, it looks like they're leaving. Okay, cool, good. Okay, good. So uh, the podcast can continue. <laughs> I will allow it. All right. Well, we'll move on and we'll start talking about the newest release from Rift Tracks, uh, Winter Beast. This. Yeah. So I I watched this on Saturday, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, what is happening? And I didn't want to watch it again, <laughs> so. What is today? Tuesday? So it's been like three days. So the amount that I probably don't recall about it is, <laughs> is Legion. But I think I can keep up. Well, and that's because, the thing. Yeah. The, this movie, they don't really give you a lot of information. No, 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 they really don't. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, look, it, 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 it opens up and there's like some weird body horror stuff happening yeah this this i did i was able to pick up on this 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 first like scene scene in quotes uh is the the ranger guy's dream that was a dream yes it was supposed to be a dream because he does mention it later in the movie pick up on it because the the way this entire movie is the whole movie is like this you can't pick up on anything so it's like Winter your brain Beast tries to grasp onto stuff, and there's nothing to like. It doesn't give you anything. It doesn't. No. Like, like it doesn't even tell you. I think we know one. We know one guy with a name that we know, and 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 it's Dick Sergeant. Dick Sergeant. And we only know that because of Bewitched. Yes. Um. He was Darren Number Duh. I don't remember, honestly, if other people were actually named in the movie. Like if anybody said anybody's name, maybe the guy who owned uh, the, the goose wild goose lodge or whatever wild it was. Goose lodge. They wanted you. Now here's the thing. They wanted you to know what the name of that lodge was. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So wild so goose that lodge. They, that they put it in big letters everywhere they possibly could. Yeah. Um, and the, the owner, uh, Charlie, I think, I think his name we get a few times, um, but other than is that, he... here's here's the named characters from this movie uh, according <laughs> to IMDb. Okay, we've got okay. Sergeant Bill Whitman, who is the main mustache I don't guy. That name at all? Uh, Ranger Stillman, like all. Okay. Charlie Perkins, who I believe was the guy who owned. I, I might even that be way off familiar. on that. Charlie Perkins uh, does sound familiar. Dave Sheldon. 
I would I think he was the jean jacket guy. Uh there's Ranger Bradford who was the female ranger. Uh there's Barbara which it's it seems like it's spelled wrong B A R B E R A. Barbarella, bar, Barbarella, Barbarella, yes. Uh, we have Dick Sargent, and then the only other named person. Well, there's the Winter Beast. Somebody's credited as being the Winter Beast. Uh, Wait, there was a monster in this. And uh, then Slappy Tello wasn't the other was the other named character. Everybody else is listed as additional cast. <laughs> so. Wow. Uh, you know, none, neither of the old ladies um, in the, the diner scene have any uh, have any names or anything. But yeah, this movie is about uh, people being killed off near Wild Goose Lodge. Uh, something about uh, the mountain being haunted, and it's like a deadly Native American curse or something. Um, ew, what? What? Hang on. I don't know which one that was. Somebody just redeemed something in my chat, and I don't remember what it was for. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was clearly Josh Flowers. Our, our no, it was actually it was Atomic Hero Squad. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, spooky well, sounds! Spooky sounds! That's what it is. What spooky the heck? Sounds is actually what, fitting for this. What kind of weird stuff are you giving away on your channel? Uh, I got a ghost. You got a ghost. It's kind of fitting for this. We got some uh, some thunder and lightning. You got a ghost. Oh, okay. And then there's some bones. A rattly skeleton. <laughs> what do you have like a... Oh, that's activate the blaster? Man, my things are all messed up. Because I've got... We're being just interrupted all over the place. Okay, this one, excuse me, is the fart blaster. There we go. There you go. There's Fart Blaster. Um, that's how I feel about this movie, by the way. So it was a turd. A really. Are bad... you done with your yes. with your sound effects yes. CD yes, from 1993? <laughs> the, the the year after this movie came out. Yes. No. Um. Okay. This this movie is one of the most disjointed uh works that I've ever seen. I, yeah. It's, it's they filmed it from uh. 1986 to about 1990-ish. Uh, it was finally released in 1992. They filmed it on multiple different film stock. There's at least 16 millimeter and Super 8 in here, and you can so tell the difference when they change scenes. Uh, people have different uh, hairstyles in between camera angles, uh, different amounts of facial hair. Obviously, the most notable for that was the uh, the main ranger guy who uh, goes from having a full mustache to, like, peach fuzz in the same scene where he's talking <laughs> to the weird guy who owns the lodge who goes from having short hair to kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of tall man style hair from, uh, from Phantasm, that guy. Like, his hair kind of uh -huh. looks like that in a couple scenes. Um and all the creatures are like claymation, except yeah, okay, for yeah, one. Claymation. No, except for really two, bad. because there's there's the claymation monsters. One that's like Groot from Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. There's like a giant mutated chicken. Uh, there's this weird 
furry thing that kind of had a beak and a couple really large eyes that dragged these women off. Um, See, that's the thing. I completely forgot there was claymation in this movie already. <laughs> uh, I was somebody, like, oh, right, there was claymation in this movie, wasn't there? Somebody gets a skull puppet through the stomach, uh, and it kind of... I don't know if it was yeah, supposed to be, about? like, his spine, because yeah, like, it kind of crawled away out of him. Like after he yeah, he was, like, up dead. against a wall or a tree. I was yeah. really curious about how they did that. And they showed they, that twice. Yeah. Because the first so, time was in the dream that the guy was having at the beginning of the movie. We had uh, a zombie. There was a random zombie of some old dead reverend guy. Uh, and mm-hmm. he, he, like, killed the ranger. And uh, when when we get to later in the film, her body is kind of being mutilated a little bit and smacked around by the crazy guy. Um but it's this just that's the movie like they kill yeah, people and it's just weird like yeah. none of it makes oh. any sense none of it's explained yeah. also, well it is also, a little bit explained but uh there's a box with a gigantic <laughs> flesh colored dildo in it that they that they don't address at all 20 minutes into the movie I I only know this because I had to go back to it because I had to show uh, my wife and one of my coworkers yesterday. It's like, what does this look like? And uh, and it's not what does it look like. It was absolutely this big old knob in a box, and yeah. um, like I don't understand the point of it. Like because okay, it's the jean jacket dude. Uh, who's into all this Native American stuff. And we know that he's into it because he has Native American face masks. Like, they look like old Halloween costume, like those plastic ones with the little elastic Oh, string. yeah, don't they work at a, um, don't, don't they work at a gift shop? Yeah, I think he this, owns, I think. All this... Yeah. It's, ne- it's never clear whether he owns this Indian-themed uh, place. I think he does because there's that one scene later in the movie where they're, he's all excited that their new ashtrays are coming in uh, to sell at the gift shop. But, like, he's got all this Native American stuff around yeah. his table. And um, he's like, oh, yes, uh, my friend, like, Burning Wolf or whatever, um, he's like, he gave me this years ago. And he opens up the box, and there's a few things in the box, but all you see is the giant dick. Yeah. And, but... like, the guy's reaction is so good because they're just like, what the hell? Yeah. Which was my reaction funny. to it, too. And uh, they start making some really bad jokes about how uh, how the guy must have been a head hunter. Huh? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and uh, yeah. he had plenty of hard evidence. <laughs> but then he pulls out like this little tooth and he's like, he gave me this tooth like, and they're like, yeah, we're focused on the tooth. Nobody's focusing on the tooth. And, uh, they're like, he said, I might, I might need this someday. And Kevin just straight up. He's like, what the tooth or the dildo. <laughs> and then when the scene finally ends, uh, and it's on the two women that are about to be killed. Um, uh, Bill is singing, uh, the classic, uh, dick in a box song. Um, 
it's just the weirdest thing. And and honestly, it's not even the weirdest thing in this movie. Because then when we get the reveal that was like not a surprise at all that uh Yeah, that the weirdo the guy who owns the whatever he is, yeah. Yeah, who owns the lodge is like the bad guy who's been trying to summon this demon. Um he's in there in in his little lodge and it's all closed up and he puts a record on, a really old record. No old timey record. Hey, hey, what can the matter be? Hey, hey, what can the matter be? Yeah. And he's like doing this like fanciful little dance around and like petting the heads of all of these dead people that he has in there that are now just skeletons. And then he gets over to the park ranger lady and um he starts fingering her neck wound. Oh yeah. And like That's stretching the skin out. Yeah. And then he just smacks her across the face. And uh, the the ranger comes in, and the uh, jean jacket dude comes in, um, and uh, they find like this big spear upstairs, and he's like, "Oh, you got to see this!" And he goes down, and they're going through all these things that this guy has, and he shows up, and he's got this really extra creepy clown mask on, and he's like, "Yes, I'm the one. My my great 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 grandfather started this." And I'm gonna finish summoning this demon, and then all of a sudden his head catches on fire and like melts, and he's dead. And then, like this is where the Winter Beast comes in. He's the guy, the devil-looking guy. Uh, even though this movie takes place in fall, yeah, we have the Winter Beast. Like it the makes Winter no beast, yeah. sense with in the winter of October. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Not even close to winter. Uh, eh. But I don't even remember how. Oh, yeah, that's how they kill him. They fight him in the woods. <laughs> I was trying to remember how they killed the, the winter beast. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, they just. It's, and it's, they it's, have, it's, like, this it's... little skull head. <laughs> and the the park ranger has a flare gun at this point. They're, oh right! The they go to this like closed, weapons, yeah. this closed down, uh, I don't know, like cottage rental place, and they're attacked by what looks to be like a dinosaur type creature, like it's ginormous, and it's this really bad claymation thing, you know, chasing them around, and they're like breaking through walls and fences instead of going over the little foot high fence they like break through it to get away from this thing it's really just dumb and ridiculous and they end up face to face with the winter beast and Jean Jacket has uh, like this skull totem thing that he's mm-hmm. carrying around and uh, park rangers trying to kill the winter beast with a flare gun <laughs> and it doesn't work it doesn't work so the guy's like you gotta shoot this well presumably because his mouth moves but you don't hear anything. Oh, we'll okay, get into that. Yeah. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah, we'll get into um, the job here in a minute. Yeah. And uh, so the guy aims the flare gun up into the sky and shoots the flare, and it goes up and it arcs down right on the skull thing, and it it hits it and it explodes, and the eyes on the winter beast glow red, and then they melt, and he's dead. And the two guys like start like laughing and like clapping each other's backs and. That's the end. <laughs> I mean, it goes. They 
they go back to the lodge. Apparently, they're running the lodge now. I I don't really know. They don't make it clear, but it's definitely the set from the lodge. Yeah, the, and, uh, the Wild Goose Lodge. Yeah, that Wild Goose Lodge. Up there in Wisconsin. Uh, but so we mentioned the dubbing in this movie. And yeah, I know we've talked about bad strange. dubbing before. Yeah. Um, and it's it's almost reminiscent of the ghost house effect. Yeah, but not quite because it's not made by Italians. And it's worse. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's, 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 it's very strange. It's, it's ghost, it's ghost house effect adjacent. Um, their ADR was horrible. Let's put it that way. But, oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a better way to, uh, because it's clearly not the same people or it might be, but you know, it's clearly not the sound that was captured on set. No. Um, at least for most of it. Yeah, some of it was because <laughs> you can tell. But most yeah, because of it... no, yeah, it's um the uh, the uh, the the lip sync. It's like I think they tried, but like they didn't try very hard. Uh, yeah, you they. Know? I think they're just like I think you like multiple times. You're like, well, that's probably good enough. It's like, <laughs> oh, we did it. We're not going to do it again. What are you crazy? Yeah. People are going to say nuts? another sentence again? Yeah, I'm not made of money. Yeah. Meatloaf. No, sorry. Uh Meatloaf. What are we? Millionaires? Canada. Yeah. Canada. Uh, wild goose. But yeah, it's like it's almost like watching like the old dubs of like old Godzilla movies or something. Like yeah. that's the level of badness for for the dubbing of these characters that again, I honestly don't remember uh if they were even if they were even named in the movie obviously they had names in the, the script or whatever but you know yeah. some of this movie it kind of gave me okay this movie came out in 1992 the yeah. the soundtrack of this movie is like the soundtrack of every low budget horror movie that came out around this time it's got mm-hmm. that same that same feel to it where there's a lot of like synthesizer yeah, going in of, it. Yeah, a lot of Van Halen kind of synth stuff. Yeah. And I really had high hopes for this movie. Like I I looked up stills from it, you know, after they announced it and I'm like, "Oh, these creatures look very interesting." And you know, like I'm on IMDb under the photos, one of them is the weird like hairy skull thing with the spine that pops out the dude's stomach. And I'm like, yeah, that's going to be terrible and great. And it was just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like one of the, one of the aliens or one of the, one of the creatures looks like an alien. The aliens. What is this feeders? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh man. But like when they, when they grab people to kill them and they pull in and it's a little clay person, and they like the this one that looks like an alien rips the guy's head off and it's it's like Mr. Bill being murdered on screen. Yeah. Like it's so it's so awful. And one of the guys who who designed two of the creatures went on to uh work on the Corpse Bride. He was one of the co-directors of the Corpse Bride. Like so he's done, you know, 
popular things that people like as far as stop yeah. motion. And uh, I guess, hey, you got to start somewhere. And yeah, I was, about to, I was literally about to say <laughs> that. You know, we're, we, everyone's got to start someplace. Yeah. But this movie, uh, the the movie itself was a disappointment. Yeah, like, I it, I gotta say, like it wasn't, it didn't like rise to like the level of like, um, because you know I um, have we talked about how they shot it over a period of six years? Yeah, we yeah, did. yeah. Um, and uh, so like I kind of like saw that in the Rift Tracks description. I I don't read the descriptions. I buy it anyway. <laughs> I don't care, but um, it's uh, uh, I did see that uh, a, a little bit. They said that it was filmed over a period of different years. So I thought like, oh, this is going to be like a dangerous men yeah. type of situation. <laughs> and it really wasn't <laughs> no, like it wasn't. It, it's um, it's uh, uh, I don't want to say they hyped it up to, you know, but um, it, it didn't reach uh, another movie that I kind of thought that it might be like going into it was um psychotronic man it didn't live up to that either so it's really just kind of like this piddly middle grade <laughs> kind of bad movie you know I like it doesn't was it's, ex- it's not the worst but it's certainly not like the best it's yeah. not like psychotronic man like, i was I expecting psychotronic something man. uh even closer to like suburban sasquatch Oh well, that, that that's a very but, high standard, my friend. I know, I, and this this movie it it makes suburban Sasquatch look competent. Yeah, well, which yeah, keep, keep, yeah. keep in mind this was somebody's dream. This was yeah. somebody's like somebody dedicated a lot of love and passion and right. effort into this for six years. I didn't even do storybook for that long. I did storybook for five, and I'm like, I am done with this. Yeah, uh, yours was yours was a little bit uh, better than than how this turned out. Yeah, this is like if Neil Breen made a movie with uh, the the Polonia brothers. Yeah, <laughs> Peters, ho ho ho! Oh yeah. no, wait, that's not how. That's, that's not how Santa Claus sounds. Santa Claus sounds way different. Doesn't sound yes. like Santa Claus and Feeders no. too. Feeders yeah, to Santa is. Have we talked about Feeders too? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. We oh yeah, we definitely feeders. did. Okay. And hopefully we'll be talking about Feeders three at some uh, point this year. I know the movie's coming out, and I really thanks. hope Rift Tracks does it because I loved the riffs of the first two. But, um, yeah, it's that's Are we that's be my talking official. About Birdemic three. I think we have to. Yeah, we will. We'll talk about it. I still haven't seen Birdemic Two. Like, I've got no, I've got no desire to watch that. But I'm kind of interested in Birdemic Three, which is save weird. Save yourself, save yourself the, the heartache. I, um, when all that stuff went down with me and James Wen six years ago, um, I became friends with like a lot of people who hated him as much as I do, <laughs> and one of them was the producers from Birdemic Two. Now, one of the criticisms of Birdemic 2 is that it tried to be bad on purpose uh-huh. and that James Wen lost all creative control of it. I was talking to the producer, the guy who put the money up for it, and he said, like, no, that whole thing, everything was James's vision. That whole movie was James's vision. In fact, this, this, this notion that Birdemic 2 is bad on purpose, he told me that there were a couple of scenes that they left out because they thought 
that uh, it would look like they were trying to make it bad on purpose. It's like, we can't put that in. That's too bad. <laughs> wow. So, but he said that, uh, like, no, that this, the, the idea that, that James went, that that movie wasn't James Wynn's fault. No, it's, it's a hundred percent James Wynn's vision. Wow. Birdemic too. Yeah. <laughs> Birdemic that's, uh, <laughs> wow. That's, that's interesting news. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my official, official review on, on winter beast. It's like Neil Breen and the Polonia brothers teamed up to make something. And um, that's not high praise <laughs> at no, all. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm probably not going to be watching this one again. Uh, I might just just to see if I can catch anything. Like, if I don't know. I don't think it's on anything to watch, like, for free. Uh, it's on Shudder, and I'm not a subscriber to Shudder right now. Uh, otherwise I might watch it just, I don't know. Like, I don't want to watch it, but I no, kind of need to see really if I can figure out what it, the hell no. was going on. If I do watch it, I, it'll be, it'll be, have to be with the riff because yeah, I, I, there's no way. And this, this, this is kind of my answer to our normal question. There's no way I could watch this unriffed like at all. No way. Like yeah, no. Like any sane person would like try to watch it. Then after five minutes, be like, no, I've had enough of this. <laughs> I need to. Uh... Yes. Uh, hang on, I'm I'm typing. Full I stop. Need to find... Hi everybody, it's me, Dave. I'm taking over the podcast. So Just um. Long at the fair. So uh, the Batman looks terrible. Yes, it does. And if you and if you like the trailer, I I don't know what to do for you, man. Uh, yeah, Zodiac it, Zodiac Riddler. No, I don't. Wrong I don't, answer. I'm not a huge fan of the Batmobile design in this. It's basically it's just a muscle car, and that's it. Like it's lifted a little bit. Literally in the episode zero for the True Blue Riftcast, we talked about. Uh, Robert Pattinson being Batman, and I defended the choice. I was like, yeah, hey, I don't think it's actor. the actor. Yeah. I don't think no. he's the problem with the movie. No, it's just that the problem with the movie is that it looks like it has a horrible script and terrible design that's going to make you feel like crap. You know, it's like I watched Batman v Superman. I left that place feeling like a million bucks. I loved it. And then, like, everyone's like, dude, dude, oh my gosh, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And I'm like, so like I, I've such a universally negative opinion on a movie that I genuinely enjoyed. Like um, I don't know, I don't get it. I still don't get the hate. I think we've talked about it before. Um, the hate for and yeah. like people have explained the hate to me, and like I never retain it. <laughs> I never retain what everyone's <laughs> problem with it is. Like yeah. I know it's been explained to me. Like people will come and like like a thesis level like explanation of why Batman v Superman movie is bad. Okay, <laughs> and it's just like after like five minutes of listening to it, like my mind just like goes someplace else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's I I don't know. It was it was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I liked it better than Justice League. I still haven't seen that. I should probably watch the Snyder Cut eventually. Uh, yeah, it it's like four hours long, so. 
prepare prepare for that. Prepare yourselves. Prepare yourselves. All right. Uh, I gotta get this stuck in everybody's head. <laughs> Hang on a second. Okay. Am I gonna be able to hear it? I don't know. It's just oh dear, what can the matter be? Oh no. Well, Johnny's so I long at the fair. What? The alternative lyrics are uh, my own robot, my own lady. <laughs> so I guess you and I will will work it out. Yes. Pick we'll it out. I don't I'm know. just get it. New intro theme. No, I'm not gonna make this the new intro theme, Josh. <laughs> hey, oh my gosh. What can the matter be? I just got okay. it really, Wait. really quiet for the background. It's not as oh. crackly as the one they used in the movie with the. Uh, Does it have an artist? Can I get this on iTunes? Uh, Carolyn F. Jim Marco. Oh. Johnny's so long at the fair. Oh, uh, the original was. I mean, it's Oh Dear, What Can the Matter Be? Also known as Johnny's So Long at the Fair. So my guess is going to be at least 1960s. That's probably too late. So maybe. I mean, the original, the original version of the song was from. Uh, let's see, it's a traditional nursery rhyme traced back to the 1770s. Then that where all nursery rhymes come from. You probably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, There's that's what they, goes, that's what they're playing in the. Weasel come from yeah. And the guy's, like, dancing around like this and, like, he's doing the finger pointing, you know, like. And he's just, like, dancing and he's patting the heads of the skulls and it's just really weird. It's not disturbing. Somebody, uh. It's just stupid. I saw somebody else say something similar to this, but Josh brought this up earlier. He said it was like a claymation hobbyist wanted to make his own Twin Peaks. (laughs) Well, I mean that. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, that's that accurate. Accurate. It's accurate. <clears throat> I don't really have anything else to say about Winter Beast. I I really don't either. Other than like I'm probably not going to be revisiting it. Um, I had high hopes. Like I really expected this one to be one yeah, of those like this is going to be an instant yeah. classic. And it's funny. It's really funny. I mean. Obviously, there's the but whole there's dick in the box really scene, to, which just but yeah, that but scene. There's nothing really to recommend it, like you know, Ghost House, or you know, yeah. like not everything can be Ghost House, Jeremy. Okay, why like not, I, Dave? Why not? Not everything can be Ghost House. I know you love Ghost House. You love Ghost House so much. Why don't you just marry it? I'm speaking. Saying this, I'm the one that brought. I'm the one that brought up Ghost House. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of Ghost House, last week. Uh, Dave and I said we were going to work on our Rift Track starter lists. Yeah, we this totally week, forgot about it. <laughs> this week, why well, I, I do I do have a starter list. Uh, this week you get mine. Next next episode you get Dave's. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I but we can do that. This is this is what I feel are the good riffs. Like if you want to introduce somebody to Rift Tracks. Uh, you know, either either do it with uh, like a live show, if you can. Um, like show them one of the like Plan Nine from Outer Space, House on Haunted Hill, um, any of any of those, especially the early ones. But if not, here's some regular VODs and some shorts that you can use to try and get your friends hooked on riff tracks. At least in my opinion, these these are these are the good ones to do that. Uh, Ghost House is one of them, obviously. Uh, we both think. 
ridiculously highly of Ghost House. Yeah, um, it's kind of yeah. Guy from Harlem is another one like that's the one that everybody seems to love. So, uh, and then a talking cat. Those would be my top three VOD choices. Uh, and as for shorts, you really can't go wrong with the uh, the multitude of at your fingertips shorts. Uh, or the Norman saga, the saga of Norman Krasner and his two wives. Well, I think if you're going to start, like, I think the Rift Tracks has, is, it's, um, it started off like it's, it's original identity. It's brand identity was MST3K with the big movies, uh, which yeah. I kind of miss, um, so like I think that uh, you know if you want to go back I would say, um, oh are we Twilight, getting your list today? Maybe because I can just <laughs> just rattle it off. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would say Twilight, Harry Potter, maybe Transformers, um, but definitely Twilight and Harry Potter because there's a lot there. Oh, I would yeah. say Star Wars, Star Wars Holiday Special, definitely. Um, I had that one written down, and then I decided, nah. Maybe if you're so, like getting them into it, like closer to the time that that would be. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to like, like you know, fourteen years ago. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I would say uh, to continue along the lines of MP3s, I would say show them obviously the room and Birdemic. I would also say Guy from Harlem, but I would also throw in some some deep cuts. I mean, they're not deep cuts for us, but they're deep cuts now because they're over a decade old. I would say um, House on Haunted Hill. I mean, that's not really a deep cut, but uh, Crater Lake Monster is one that is is, is a really good starter one. Uh, Buffalo Rider is is really really mm. good. Yeah, if you want to go with stuff more recent, like you know from five years ago. Uh, star games if you really want to you know just like start them off with a sugary <laughs> sugary high extra volt kind of kind of thing i think sugary it's really like high like, insanity yeah i think okay i i kind of take star games back because with, with, with star games you you got to work up to that <laughs> i think so that's that was so, my reasoning for not putting it on the uh on my list, I'm like Stargates, yeah, ooh, and so, I'm like, ooh, no, that might be a little, a little much that, to start that with. That might be too much for people, <laughs> but if you're gonna start with MP3s, I would say Twilight, Harry Potter, maybe Transformers. You don't really need it, but definitely Twilight and Harry Potter. Um, my first Drift Tracks ever was The Dark Knight. Um, I don't know if that's really a good starting point for the present, but it was a good starting point for me back in. December of 2008. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, guy from Harlem, uh, Manos. I think, I think you really have to, I, I, I wouldn't recommend starting with live shows because live shows are very electric. They're very exciting. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe you should like work up to that and like get that excitement of having like that first live show because I was around when they first did their, their first live show in 2009 like, tracks live. Like, wow, how are they going to do that? Uh, and it was plan nine. So, um, if you want to do like public domain VODs, like they, like they did in the, um, 
now the early days. Uh, probably, I would say Voodoo Man. I would say uh, Little Shop of Horrors. I would say uh, uh, Planet of Dinosaurs. I would say uh, maybe not Reefer Madness. I think that one might be a little, little overrated. Um, but yeah, those. Oh, oh, Santa and Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny, definitely. Mm. Yeah, um, which which is good because I mean, you can the start them right off. There. You can start them off without the live one, and then once they get settled in, then you can go. Oh, look, here's this one, but it's a different and movie. It has, it has a different version. Yeah. Yeah. It has um, Jack and the Beanstalk instead of Thumbelina. Yes. Which is which was always weird to me. <laughs> it's like Thumbelina for me is like such. Have, 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 have we talked about Sammy and the Ice Cream Bunny on the podcast? I have such a horrible memory of like what we talked about, what we haven't. <laughs> uh, let me check the master list here real quick. Because Santa and the Ice Cream Bunny. Like for me, Thumbelina is such an integral part of like that experience, and they found something else. They found a different version of it for the live show, and it's just like wow. And like, like I, it's um, we have not talked so about either version talk of about that. that in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do that around around Christmas time. Yeah, but um, so uh, yeah, that's my half baked. Starter list, <laughs> and there, there's there's some ones that you definitely should not start off. Oh yeah, you know, um, like uh, don't 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 show them this is Hormel for the first short. No, yeah, uh, don't do that. Um, anything that that has uh, anything like that in it, um, anything with highly muscled butts in it, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend. Anything with like uh, anything with like a dystopian future in new york with gangs on motorcycles and barrels and trash cans on fire yeah don't show them don't show them rats don't show them 1990 don't show them uh uh what karate cop and omega cop yeah Uh, don't show them uh what was the other one that's kind of like anything that's kind of like grisly and like unpleasant to look at I would yeah, don't start them starting. off with those. Yeah, yeah don't start. I mean, like, yeah, get to it eventually, but don't start them off with that because you're gonna give them the wrong idea. Yeah, and don't start them off with Roller Gator. Yeah, you got as much as we love Roller Gator. Gator don't yeah, start we, them off with that one. We are both on the record as being pro Roller Gator. Very pro um, Roller Gator, but maybe not. You know, as a very early uh, uh, exposure to Rift Tracks. Um, and if you're and if you're trying yeah. to get uh, if you're trying to get stubborn Misties to give Rift Tracks a chance, I can't believe that there are so many Misties who don't give two f's about Rift Tracks. Yeah, like, it doesn't make I mean, any sense to me. The whole reason like, I wanted to see it was because it was Mike, Kevin, and Bill. Like, yeah, these are like, my Mystery Science Theater people. Yeah, it's like, um, but like, it, it 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 it's amazing to me just how stubborn a lot of Misties can be. Um and they'll watch the new one for some reason, which is bad and horrible. But they won't watch Rift Tracks. But uh, I would say, hey, look, let's do Manos the Hands of Fate, and then just watch them freak out, saying how they can't do that. And yeah, yeah, Manos or Space Mutiny or Time Chasers. 
show them they any really of those. Haven't, Father like, Frost. Um, I, yeah. Like, there aren't many. I mean, they've redone a few. And I think I would really say there's only one of them that the MSG3K episode is better. Uh, and you don't get to hear which. <laughs> <laughs> I I have an idea because I have, I have one of those also. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 gonna say it because I don't really care. Uh, <laughs> mine mine is uh, Final Justice. I think I liked. Oh, MST see, I completely UK forgot player. about that. I forgot <laughs> totally that they did it. That was like what 2016. Uh, somewhere around there. That was the same year we got all the other Graydon Clark films that they did. Yeah. Which those um, are some more that you should not start people off with. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would not, I would not start them off. Like, I think getting Manos to stubborn Misties will either make them very mad or will make them very delighted. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Because they'll either, they'll either immediately like love it or they'll reject it completely. One of the two. Yeah. So. <clears throat> and on that uh, note, full stop. Yeah. <laughs> rejecting roof tracks um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up today nice um, so, yeah and uh, i'm still uh, like my brain is do we want to do any homework for next time i don't know i don't know if we're getting anything new oh oh yes um we are going to do a deep cut i, I know dave and i kind of mentioned this before um and i kind of wanted to do an old an old one that people you never hear anybody talk about but i seem to remember enjoying it quite a bit when it came out uh and that is uh bloody pit of horror from oh, uh, yeah, 2012 yeah. uh that's that's one of the things we will talk about with for the, sure with the crimson executioner and all these yes. idiots roaming around a castle in italy for some reason and uh Depending on if there's a new release on Friday, uh, we'll be talking about that. Uh, and if not, then I'll yeah, announce... Yeah, as a backup. Um, maybe. Uh, I yeah, will bow. put it up on the Patreon and on Twitter, uh, what we're going to be uh, talking about, along with Bloody Pit of Horror, uh, probably Saturday... Or Friday, depending on you know if there's a release or not. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's that's gonna do it for us today. Speaking of our Patreon, if you do like the podcast and like to support us, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash/TrueBlueRiffCast and you can drop us a couple dollars there. Uh, or you can subscribe right here on uh, on Twitch, or you can send bits or any of that fun stuff. Um, and if you want, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at TB Riffcast. And I'm also on Twitter at PB and Awesome. Uh, and that's me, Dave Chadwick. You can check me out at DaveChadwick.info. My, you can check me out on Twitter at D Chadwick Author. And buy all my books on Amazon. Just search Dave Chadwick. There's Monkey, Tumbly Dossier, Son of Santa, and Happy Valley. And they're all right there. That's yeah. Definitely, definitely check out Monkey if you haven't yet, guys. It's well worth it. Uh, I highly enjoyed reading that one. I still have to get around to uh, checking out your other books. I haven't done that yet, but oh, that's fine. They're very old. <laughs> I still want to read them. Dang it! 
Okay. Um, uh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> I would hope not. Yeah. And uh, we like, are going no, to, you as always, head on over to uh, to Rift Tracks. We'll send them a little bit of a raid. So we'll see you guys next time right here on the True Blue Riftcast. Rock till you die, etc. Cetera. Rock till you die.